Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host Amy Ravel. Today's bathroom 101. Now, I would guess that pretty much 100% of my listeners have at least one bathroom in their home. I mean, unless you're living in a dorm that you have to share a bathroom, but even then you've still got bathroom products. So this episode will be useful and helpful to you no matter whether you have a five-bathroom house, a one-bathroom house, a half-bathroom house, or however it works for you. If you are someone who showers and toilets, then this episode is for you even if that's on a self-composting toilet, even that's outdoor showers. I've got everything in store for you today. So when you're in the bathroom, the bathroom is like the laundry. It's quite a utility-like space. But unlike the laundry, you probably do have other people that use it. So if you've got some, there's probably one, at least one bathroom in your house that guests would use. And so you kind of want to be conscious about what that looks like. And really, if your bathroom constantly is dirty and messy and cluttered, you're not going to enjoy being in there either. Lots of women, I was going to say lots of people, which is actually true, lots of people find that getting ready in the morning can take a really long time. And part of the reason for that is you're shuffling through drawers, going through makeup bags, trying to find the right product. There's five shampoos in the shower and so you've got to find the one that's right. So my top, top, top tip for bathroom decluttering and organizing is get rid of all those products that you're not using. If you bought it thinking you would use it and you just didn't love it, you're probably not going to come around and decide it's your favorite. So either use it up if you need to or give yourself permission to get rid of it. Let it go. Let go of those products that you're probably never, ever, ever going to use again. And ultimately with bathroom products, if you've opened it and used it even a bit, and its seal is broken or you've put a brush in there, it's going to get dirty and it's going to go off. Makeup and bathroom products don't last forever, particularly ones that you're putting on your face, on your skin, in your hair. So think about that. And then you want to think about, okay, so you've, let's, we've gone through, we've done a massive declutter. 
in the bathroom, we're getting rid of everything that's kind of grimy and gross and we're not using and that, oh yeah, I remember when I bought this in year nine and now I'm 35 and I'm probably not going to use it. Then you want to kind of do some categorization. You might like to get some storage containers to do this, or you could just do it on the floor in piles. You want to categorize. So you've got say nail care, hair care, you might have razors and hair removal. You might have a body wash one or sanitary products one. There might be makeup. So you're kind of having a look and going, oh, yeah, I can see the categories that I've got. I was working with a client recently who had a huge bath bomb collection. Like there would have been 30 bath bombs. She hates having baths. <laughs> so even though they were in fine condition, she's not going to use them. So the ones that were still wrapped, we were able to donate and the rest we just let go of. And it created so much space in her bathroom cupboard because most bathrooms don't have a huge amount of storage. If you're lucky, you get face, uh, face height storage. None of my bathrooms have that, but it's like prime real estate in a bathroom. And so if you're keeping a heap of stuff that you're actually just not going to use, That is a complete waste of space and also makes everything harder. It makes it harder to keep it clean. You know, in bathrooms, in every bathroom drawer that I've ever been in, there's just like hair at the bottom and maybe a fingernail cutting. And it's not the prettiest place in a bathroom. But let's be honest, you cut your nails in the bathroom or you brush your hair in the bathroom or you pluck your eyebrows in the bathroom. And so these things are going to be around. So how do you make it easy to clean? How do you make it so that when it is bathroom cleaning time, you can actually clean the drawers. Imagine that. So containers, you've got these different categories. And then what you want to think about is what storage do you have available? What categories do you need to access regularly? And then have a think about how you can use the space. So if you've got face level storage, that is a really, really great place to keep your high use products. I would still, even in face level storage, use containers for categories. So if on that level you're putting, say, your toners and moisturizers, I would still have them in somewhat of a container without a lid just so that you can grab them, but so that it's easy to put them back away. When you're pulling out the category, then you can go, oh, yeah, okay, great. I'm going to put those back in the container and put them back up. And then if something gets spilt or there's some mess, you either put the container in the dishwasher, you can just wipe it over. So that face level storage is really about, okay, what am I using super regularly? And then I'm not having to dig in a drawer or bend down and go through a cabinet or a cupboard. If you're using your bench top, so let me just put a disclaimer. If you can avoid using your bench top as a storage place, I think that you will appreciate your bathroom more. If instead of having your everyday makeup products, plus your razor, plus your toothbrushes, plus a couple of tubes of toothpaste that you're kind of all going on at the same time. If you can avoid having all of those things, you might have a box of tissues. If you can just have a plant and a box of tissues, your bathroom is going to seem calmer and more organized. But I acknowledge, like in my bathroom, where we don't even have a drawer, that sometimes you need to use your counter storage. So one of the tips if you're keeping things on your counter is to use a tray to keep categories on. So for instance, what I have is I have a, um, a cup. So it, I'm trying to think what it was originally. I think it's meant to be a sugar container. So it's, it's actually deeper than most sugar containers would be, but it's quite slim, which I really love. So in there, I have like my everyday quick grab, you know, eyeliner, foundation. Um, I've got, what else have I got in there? I've got a pair of tweezers. I've got a brush, you know, just 
my high, high, high rotation. So they're contained and organized in this little jar. And then I've got a tray that has my perfume, my deodorant and my moisturizer on it. And so by keeping them on the tray, it looks intentional. So even though there is things on my bench, it doesn't look like I just forgot to pack up. It looks like, oh yeah, those things all fit in that tray. That is clearly the things that are on high rotation. And for me, these are in an ensuite. So it's only Cal and I that are actually in that space. But I don't want things all over the bench top. And so I find it really helpful to have that tray. It sets a natural limit as well. So if I'm thinking, oh, I just might put one more thing up there. I'm like, actually, it doesn't fit. So is there something that I no longer need to keep on the bench? Now, when you've got your categories, you may find, and this is a little bit different to a lot of other categories in the house, but you might find that you've got quite a lot of backstock. So if you're thinking of, um, let me think of body wash, you may have two or three body washes and one on the go in the shower. Or you may have quite a few refills for your razor or whatever hair removal system that you use, but you keep one in the shower. And so it's not about keeping everything together because every time you need to grab a razor, grab a body wash, grab a hair mask, you have to go to the cupboard, go through that category, pick it out and take it into the shower. But instead, you want to kind of keep the one that you're using really close on hand, which might be the shower. And in the shower have a caddy that fits everything in it. So if possible, don't have stuff sitting on the floor. It just makes you feel like you're in a place that is not organized, that there's too much. You know, my kids are terrible for emptying a shampoo bottle and leaving it in the bottom of the shower. And it frustrates me so, so much. And it's just laziness. And so if you've got a caddy where things are up, you're much more likely at the end of your shower to just grab the bottle that's on the floor that you know is empty. Um, Sometimes what I do is I just throw it over the shower door when it's empty and know I'll pick it up when I'm dressed and dry. (laughs) So think about these categories where you may need to take one item out for use, but use containers where possible to keep your categories together. Use drawer dividers, use separate containers, have homes for each category. And whether you have them in the drawers or in the cupboard, it actually doesn't matter that much as long as you can access the bits that you need. And so think about what would go together. So if you've got hair products, you may need to keep your hair brushes and your hair ties close by so that when it is time to do your hair, you've kind of got them all there. Or if you've got different family members all using the one bathroom, maybe there's a drawer per person. And you're less concerned about it being categories. You're more concerned about the category being the human that wants to use that. Maybe you've got kids that, if not directed otherwise, might steal each other's deodorant or razor or, heaven forbid, makeup or toothpaste (laughs) or toothbrush. Oh, my gosh. Don't know. Let's pretend that didn't happen. And so what we've got in our kids' bathroom is there's drawers on the side and they've got a drawer each. And so they keep everything that's their personal items in there. And it's we've got it in a container. So it's easy to clean. I can just pull the container out, clean the drawer, put the container back. And it also creates that natural limit so that the kids aren't just acquiring, acquiring, acquiring. If they've bought a hair product, I encourage them to finish using that before they ask me to go and get another one. And to be honest, I do the same for myself. But one thing I find with bathroom products is because they're quite expensive, When the products that I know, love and use are on sale, I will often buy two instead of just one. And so whereas in the kitchen or other places where I don't necessarily have as much space or the savings aren't quite as much, 
so I bought some of my own, the shampoo that I used yesterday, but it saved $14 a bottle. And so that's a significant saving. And I do have the space where I have a backstock area in the bathroom. So in the bathroom, you want to think about, am I going to keep towels in here? And if I am going to keep towels in here, are they going to stay fresh? If they're staying under the sink and sometimes there's a leak or sometimes someone spills something, is there a better place for them? Maybe you want to actually have them out on display. There's a there are lots and lots of options of towel hangers that you can hang on the wall and have the towels beautifully in there. Um, for the kids' bathroom, we keep the towels in the bathroom. And then for ours, because we have no storage in our bathroom, they actually live in our wardrobe. But think about the types of things. Where's your toilet paper going to live? Is there space in your bathroom? Do you have a separate toilet where you can put a shelf up high or you can have them stored somehow so that they're not on the floor? Can I just, this is my parental tip 101. Don't put your toilet paper rolls on the floor if you ever, ever, ever are going to have a young boy come because their aim is not that great and they're going to wee on your fresh toilet rolls. And so have them up off the floor, move them somewhere. It almost doesn't matter where. Just don't have them on the floor because little boys will just... If there's any mums of boys listening, you're just going to be laughing and going yes. And if anyone doesn't have sons or nephews, they're going to be thinking this is super gross. But it's very good advice because you won't regret it when you realise how bad the aim is. Okay. We've talked about that face level storage. We've talked about bench storage. We've talked about drawer storage. We've talked about cupboard storage. The key for your bathroom organizing is to regularly go through it. So what I would tend to do is when the kids were little and I was giving them a bath, so it's, you know, you spend hours sitting next to a bath while you have young children, is go through those cupboards maybe once a month, once every three months and get rid of the products or use them up and think, gee, the kids did get given two bottles of bubble bath for Christmas. I'm actually going to give them a bubble bath twice a week for the next three weeks and use this up. Or if you just don't want to use it, it's okay to let it go. Bathroom products are really personal. And so when other people buy you things, like my client that had all those bath bombs, she was not buying them for herself. (laughs) She was getting given them in gifts, in Mother's Day packages, in all types of things. And so if other people are giving you bathroom products that you just don't like, If they're unopened, donate them now before they go old and donate them to a women's shelter or donate them to share the dignity or pass them on to someone who will use them and keep your bathroom with the absolute essential products you're going to use, you're going to need, but make it so that you can find them. Make it so that when your your razor head dies, you can easily see if you've got another one or if you do need to go to the shops. When your body wash runs out, You don't have to search through the whole cupboard. You can go to the one that's like shower and you can see the things that are in there. So it doesn't need to be like one box for body wash, one box for soaps, one box for shampoos. It might just be shower. Whatever works for you, keep it consistent, use containers, separate it out. And I think it will really help your bathroom organization. So I hope that's helpful. I'm really glad that I separated out laundry and bathroom because otherwise it would have been a super long episode and hard to find what you're after. Enjoy going through your bathroom. Make sure you come into the Facebook community and post your photos. We want to see how you're going, encourage others who are in there. It's really great to just be going through every week and doing a different space. And so if you haven't already signed up to the Series 101 uh, course, make sure you do that. It's completely free and you get all these downloadables that will help you along the way. Until next week, enjoy the freedom. 
I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.